Welcome to Zichud Avsi Man Member by Ram Goldar and Terim Masechus Ksubas Daf Dalad. The first parak Basula Nisays. This Masech has been generously sponsored as a schus v'achzakas atayra. So the three dubs we're going to focus on number one: a bright on Daf Gimel on the base taught that if there's some onus, then it's permitted to marry on Monday. The Gemara explained that one example of such a circumstance would be a general coming to town with his army and staying, and Rashi explains that he'll take whatever has been prepared for the Suda. Another case is where one had prepared for the Suda, Umes Aviv Shalchasun or Imashalkala, and the father of the Chasun or the mother of the Kala died. We do not delay the wedding after the burial and period of Avelis. Rather, Abraisa outlines the following procedure. We bring the corpse into a room, and the Chasun and Kala go to the Chuppah, Uboa Bios Mitzvah Uporish, the Chasun does the Mitzvah Abia, and then separates from the Kala. The deceased is buried, and their Noah, Shiva Simeha Mishnah, the seven days of celebration, and only afterwards they observe Shiva. During those 14 days, the Chosen sleeps among men, and the Kala sleeps among women, and she continues to wear her adornments the entire 30 days. The Gemara explains that this is specifically if the father of the Chosen or the mother of the Kala die, the Lake Inish for there will be no one to help prepare them. The father takes care of the preparations of the Suda, and the mother helps with the adornments. If the mother of the Chosen or father of the Kala die, they are buried immediately. Pointing to Rafenbar Papa said in the name of Chista, we were only taught that the burial is postponed and the wedding proceeds if the water was already placed on the meat to prepare it for cooking. Rush explains that at that point it's no longer fit to be sold in the market. But if water has not been placed on the meat, then the burial and availus begin immediately and the chasna is postponed. Rav said that in a big city where there's a demand for meat, it can be sold. Therefore, the burial is not delayed. Rapapa said Ubakfar, and in a small village, even if water was not put on the meat, it cannot be sold easily since it's a lot of meat and there are not many buyers. Therefore, the wedding should not be postponed. The Gemara asked, then when does Rav Chista's distinction of water placed on the meat apply? And Ravashi said, Kagon Masa For example, in a place like Masa where Rashi explains it's bigger than a small village, but smaller than a large city. And point number three, the brace regarding the Chasun or Kala morning taught that just as he sleeps among the men and she among the women, similarly, if one's wife became a Nida, and he had not had relations with her, he sleeps among the men, and his wife sleeps among the women. Rush explains that the halacha regarding the Nida is only where they never had relations. The Gemara asks, Does this mean that a restriction to Avelis is treated more lightly by a person than a prohibition due to Nida, since we would trust him in the case of Nida, but not in Avelis? But Rav Yitzhak Barchanina taught that Anita may not mix her husband's wine, make his bed nor wash his face, hands and feet, and Abraisa taught that in the case of a wife mourning, she may do so. This implies that people are careful and are trusted about Avelis more than Nida. The Gemara answers that everyone agrees that people treat Avelis more lightly than the Isra Nida. In the first Bryce, we're dealing with his Avelis, where we must be concerned that seclusion will lead to relations. In the latter Bryce, we're dealing with her Avelis, where there's no need for concern since she will prevent him from having relations. So once again, the three points are number one, a Bryce on Dav Gimel on the base taught that if there's some onus, then it's permitted to marry on Monday. The Gemara explained that one example of such a circumstance would be a general coming to town with his army and staying, and Rashi explains that he'll take whatever has been prepared for the Suda. Another case is where one had prepared for the Suda, Umes Aviv Shalchasun or Imashalkala, and the father of the Chasun or the mother of the Kala died. We do not delay the wedding after the burial and period of Avelis. Rather, Abraisa outlines the following procedure. We bring the corpse into a room, and the Chasun and Kala go to the Chuppah, Uboa Bios Mitzvah Uporish, the Chasun does the Mitzvah Abia, and then separates from the Kala. The deceased is buried, and their Noah, Shiva Simeha Mishnah, the seven days of celebration, and only afterwards they observe Shiva. During those 14 days, the Chosen sleeps among men, and the Kala sleeps among women, and she continues to wear her adornments the entire 30 days. The Gemara explains that this is specifically if the father of the Chosen or the mother of the Kala die. 
for there'll be no one to help prepare them. The father takes care of the preparations of the suuda, and the mother helps with the adornments. If the mother of the chosen or father of the kala die, they are buried immediately. Pointing to Rafenbar Papa said in the name of Rabchista, We were only taught that the burial is postponed and the wedding proceeds if the water was already placed on the meat to prepare it for cooking. Rashi explains that at that point it's no longer fit to be sold in the market. But if water has not been placed on the meat, then the burial and availus begin immediately and the chasna is postponed. Rabbi said that in a big city where there's a demand for meat, it can be sold. Therefore, the burial is not delayed. Rapapa said Ubakfar, and in a small village, even if water was not put on the meat, it cannot be sold easily since it's a lot of meat and there are not many buyers. Therefore, the wedding should not be postponed. The Gemara asked, then when does Rav Chista's distinction of water placed on the meat apply? And Ravashi said, Kagon Masim Machasya. For example, in a place like Masim Machasya, where Rashi explains it's bigger than a small village, but smaller than a large city. And pointing with you, the brace regarding the chasen or kala morning taught that just as he sleeps among the men and she among the women, similarly, if one's wife became a nida, and he had not had relations with her, he sleeps among the men, and his wife sleeps among the women. Rush explains that the halacha regarding the nida is only where they never had relations. The Gemara asks, Does this mean that a restriction to avelis is treated more lightly by a person than a prohibition due to nida, since we would trust him in the case of nida, but not in avelis? But Rav Yitzhak Barchanita taught that a nida may not mix her husband's wine, make his bed nor wash his face, hands and feet, and a brisa taught that in the case of a wife mourning, she may do so. This implies that people are careful and are trusted about Avelis more than Nida. The Gemara answers that everyone agrees that people treat Avelis more lightly than the Isra Nida. In the first brisa, we're dealing with his Avelis, where we must be concerned that seclusion will lead to relations. In the latter brisa, we're dealing with her Avelis, where there's no need for concern since she will prevent him from having relations. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Dav Dalet, and her standard simon is a door, a delet, a door. So here goes. At the Monday night chasna, where the chasna's deceased father was placed behind the kitchen door, next to buckets of meat, soaking in water, a safer on the chumras of morning was set aside for the chasn, since people treat Avelis more lightly than the Isser of Nida. Once again, it's a motion. At the Monday night chasna, where the chasna's deceased father was placed behind the kitchen door, door, that must be more enough, dollar, dollar, door. At the Monday night chasna, where the chasna's deceased father was placed behind the kitchen door, which reminds us of Bryson and Dav Gimam and taught that if there's some onus, then it's permitted to marry on Monday. One case is where one had prepared for the Suda, Umeis Aviv Shochasun or Ima Shakala, and the father of the chasna, or the mother of the Kala, died. We do not delay the wedding after the burial and period of avails. Rather, a Bryson outlines the fine procedure, which begins with bringing the corpse into a room and the chasna and Kala going to the chuppah. The Gemara explains that this is specifically the father of the chasna or the mother of the Kala died for there'll be no one to help prepare them. The father takes care of the preparation of the suda, and the mother helps with the adornments. If the mother of the chasen or the father kala die, they are buried immediately. So, at the Monday night chasna, where the chasen's deceased father was placed behind the kitchen door, next to buckets of meat, soaking in water, which reminds us, Rafa Bar Papa said in the name of Chista, We were only taught that the burial is postponed and the wedding proceeds if the water was already placed on the meat to prepare it for cooking. Rush explains that at that point it's no longer fit to be sold in the market, but if water has not been placed on the meat, then the burial and availus begin immediately and the chasna is postponed. The Gemara explains that this halach applies in places like Masa Machasya, which Rush explains is bigger than a small village where even that quantity of meat not placed in water could not be sold since there aren't so many buyers, but smaller than a large city where even meat soaked in water could still find buyers. So, 
At the Monday night chasna where the chasna's deceased father was placed behind the kitchen door, next to buckets of meat soaking in water, a safer on the chumras of morning was set aside for the chasna, since people treat Avel as more likely than the Isser of Nida. Which reminds us, the brides regarding the chasna recall in morning taught that just as he sleeps among the men and she among the women, similarly, if one's wife became a Nida and he had not had relations with her, he sleeps among the men and his wife sleeps among the women. Rashi explains that the halach regarding the Nida is only where they had never had relations. The Gemara will conclude that a restriction to Avelis is treated more lightly by a person than a prohibition due to Nida, since we would trust him in the case of Nida, but not in Avelis. So once again, at the Monday night chasna where the chasna's deceased father was placed behind the kitchen door, next to buckets of meat soaking in water, a safe on the chumras of morning was set aside for the chasna, since people treat Avelis more lightly than the Isra of Nida. Alright, now it's time for four blabat chazara. Daf Kufchafalov. So the similar Daf Kufchafalov is a cocoa bean farmer. So here goes. When Pedro the cocoa bean farmer, cocoa bean farmer, that must mean we're on Daf Kufchafalov. When Pedro the cocoa bean farmer fell into the pool of cave water, which reminds us, the next mission states, Nafula Maim, if a man fell into water and was not seen to come up, Ben Asura, whether the water has an end or the water has no end, his wife is forbidden to marry, for he still may be alive. Abai defines water that has an end as Kosha Omid any body of water small enough that one stands in one place and can see its four sides. Rashi gives the example of one who sees someone fall into a pool of water in a cave where he can see all its banks. So when Pedro, the cocoa bean farmer, fell into the pool of cave water, he grabbed onto a duff and bowed his head whenever a wave came. Which reminds me when Gamil related what Rabbi Kiva said to him in explaining how he was saved from a sinking ship. When Gamaliel said, he said to me, Duff shall in these dominantly. There was a duff, a board from the ship that came before me, and I grabbed onto it. And before every wave that came upon me, I bowed my head and it passed over me. The Bryson continues that if Rashaim come upon a person, let him bow his head before them and the danger will pass. Rashi explains that he should restrain himself and not antagonize them. So, when Pedro, the cocoa bean farmer, fell into the pool of cave water, he grabbed onto a duff and bowed his head whenever a wave came while watching off in the distance the young girl being pulled out of the water by an elderly man with a ram. Which reminds us, Gamora relates the story of Rebekina Mendoza davening for the daughter of Nechunya Chofer Shichin, Nechunya the ditch digger, who fell into a cistern, and after davening for her, she emerged. They said to Rebekina Mendoza that he was a Navi, to which he responded that he was not. Rather, he reasoned, Davrisha, Tzadik Masasikbo, Yechashu Bozaro, is it possible that something a Tzadik occupies himself with the Tzibor, his child should stumble upon it? The Gamora addresses how then did Nechunya's son Die of thirst. Daf kuf chav base. So the similar daf kuf chav base is corn on the cob. So here goes. After a baskol on the mountain was heard that said, Kivi, the corn on the cob salesman is dead. Corn on the cob? That must move on daf kuf chav base. After a bus call in the mountain was heard that said, Kivi, the corn on the cob salesman, is dead, which reminds us, the next mission states regarding testifying to a man's death to permit his wife to remarry, Masin Alpi Baskol, we permit a woman to remarry based on a baskol without the person making the statement being seen. There was an incident where someone stood on top of a mountaintop and proclaimed, Each pony bin pony, mamakum pony mace. Pony bin pony from such and such a place died. They went up and found no one there, yet the rabbinum permitted the wife to remarry. When the Gemara asked why she was permitted to remarry when perhaps the voice was that of a shade, a demon, it concludes that they saw the shadow of the shadow. And Rebbe Chinin related that Jonas in the shade said that demons do not have shadows of shadows. So, after a bus call on the mountain was heard that said, Kiwi the corn on the cob salesman is dead, the witnesses who met up with a woman innkeeper who said she had buried him, and here was his butter's knife and dental floss, which reminds us, the next mission teaches that Rabbi Kiva originally held that we do not permit a woman to remarry based on the testimony of a woman, slave, or shivcha. 
The final mission of the Masech that brings the challenge was brought to a Bikiva based on the incident where the woman innkeeper was believed that a guest from a group of Levim had died since she brought the Levi's staff, pouch, and safer Torah that he had. The Gemara clarifies that the Pundakis was an idolater, and she was speaking offhandedly, and that's why she was believed. When the Gemara challenges this, since they had asked her where her friend was, it answers that as soon as she saw him, she started to cry, which is what prompted them to ask where he was. So after a bus call on the mountain was heard that said, Kivi, the corn on the cob salesman, is dead. The witnesses who met up with the woman innkeeper who said she had buried him, and here was his butter knife and dental floss, were not cross-examined with drishas and chakiras because his wife was collecting her ksuba. Which reminds us, it was taught in a brisa, ain't botkin aiding nashim bedrisha v'chakir. We do not check witnesses who testify for women that their husbands died with cross-examination and questioning according to Rabbi Kiva. But Rabbi Tarfin says botkin, we do check them, even though under Torah law, both monetary and capital cases get for the Pasuk states, there should be one law for you. The reason the Rabbanan said the witnesses for monetary cases do not get checked is so you'll not close the door in the face of borrowers. Rekiva holds that since in the case of testifying that a woman's husband died, there's a collection of the ksuba, it's like a monetary case. Whereas Ritarvan holds that since we're permitting the woman to marry someone else, it's similar to Din and Nefashos. And Rashi explains that it's because a man who has relations with a married woman gets chenek, strangulation. Daf base, so the sin for Daf base is a bias, a house. So here goes. This special Wednesday night chasna house, house, that must mean we're on Daf base, bias. The special Wednesday night chasna house specializing in basula marriages, located right next to a base stand, which reminds us, the opening mission of the Masechta states, Basula nisus yom ulamana yom hamishi, a basula is married on Wednesday, and an almana is married on Thursday. It then explains why a basula is married on a Wednesday. But twice a week, batidinim are in session on Mondays and Thursdays, so that if he should have a claim regarding her status as a basula, he would arise early in the morning to go to basin. Rashi explains that this is a takana that the Rabbanan enacted so that he should get the basin while he's still angry. So, this special Wednesday night chasna house specializing in basula marriages, located right next to a basin, let chasanim come and prepare the suda three days in advance, which reminds us, Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, why did the Rabbanan say that a basula is married on Wednesday and not on Sunday as well, when the husband could also go early to the basin on Monday? The Chomim were hardworking and seen to the well-being of Jewish women that the future husband busy himself preparing for the Suda for three consecutive days, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and then marry her on Wednesday. So, the special Wednesday night chasna house specializing in Masula marriages, located right next to a based in let chasanim come and prepare the Suda three days in advance, and reminded them while Onsin can get in the way of a wedding date that... Ain onus begitten, which reminds us, Rav Yosef inferred that if a chasen recall became ill or she began to menstruate and the wedding had to be postponed due to circumstances beyond the chasen's control, then he would not need to provide her with food. Rav said, Regarding gitten, this is not so. Rush explains that if one gave his wife a get on condition, there would only be a get if he failed to arrive at home by a certain date and then he failed to do so due to circumstances beyond his control, the get is valid and he cannot say he was an onus. The Gemara says that apparently Rav holds that ain't onus begitten and see to know where he derived this. Daf Gimel, so the similar Daf Gimel is a gamal, a camel. So here goes. The three judges who ruled that the get of the man who returned late because of a slow-walking camel, slow-walking camel, gamal, that must be more in Daf Gimel. 
The three judges who ruled that the get of the man who returned late because of a slow-walking camel was valid because he was Makadish on the Daza the Rabbanan. Which reminds us, we learned that the Rabban decreed ain't onus begitten, that the fact that a husband was an onus and was not able to return in time does not make the get invalid. When the Gemara here asks, is there such a thing where Midaraisa, it is not a valid get, and yet out of concern for its newest or prutzos, we permit a married woman to the world at large that she can marry someone else? It answers that the decree permits her to marry because called the Makadish died to Rabban Makadish, Whoever's Makadish does so according to the will of the rabbis, and in this case, the rabbis uprooted his Kedushim. So the three judges who ruled that the get of the man who returned late because of a slow-walking camel was valid because he was Makadish on the Dasa the Rabbanan decided to start judging daily so that marriages may take place every night. Which reminds us of Shmuel Bar Yitzchak taught that if presently there are Bate Dinim in certain places that sit in judgment every day like they did before Ezra's Takana, then women could get married any day. When the more questions how this could be permitted since the Rabban still required Shaktu that preparations of the wedding should be at least three weekdays, it answers that this was referring to a case, the Tarakhle, where he busied himself with preparations before Shabbos. So the three judges who ruled that the get of the man who returned late because of a slow-walking camel was valid because he was Makadish on the Dasa the Rabbanan decided to start judging daily so that marriages may take place every night after they learned that the Rabban refused to abolish their Wednesday Takana because the government would eventually revoke the evil Hegmon decree, which reminds us, the Gemara concludes that the reason they did not abolish Wednesday Chasnas, despite the decree that the Hegmon should have relations with the Basula first, is that a government decree will eventually be revoked, and therefore we do not abolish the Takana de Rabbanan in the face of a decree. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of nine questions. Question number one. Which of you learned that one case when a Chasna is on a Monday is when the father of the Chasna or the mother of the Kala died? That's on Daf. Good. Number two. Which stuff do you learn the Rabbah holds that ain't onus begitten based on the Svara related to Snuos and Prutzos? That's on Duff. Base. Good. Number three. Which stuff do you learn that people treat Avelis more lightly than the Isernita? That's on Duff. Dalad. Good. Number four. Which stuff do you learn that marriages can take place every night in cities where based in convenes daily? That's on Duff. Gimel. Good number five. Which stuff do we learn that a basul gets married on Yom Haravi out of concern for a tinus basulim? That's on Dav. Base. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn they did not abolish the Wednesday of Chasen Takana because the government decree of the Hegmon would eventually be revoked? That's on Dav. Gimel. Good number seven. Which stuff do we learn that Shaktu Chachamim of Benois Yisrael and required the Chasen to prepare for the Chasen three days in advance? That's on Dav. Base. Good number eight. Which stuff do we learn that a Monday chasna would only proceed if the meat was already soaking in water when it could no longer be sold? That's on Dav. Dalad. Good. And number nine. Which stuff do we learn that it's not a problem for the Rabban to validate a get because called the Makadish had died to the Rabban Makadish? That's on Dav. Kimmel. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.